Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. We are joining Michael in the midst of his Zoom interview with Julie Kiefer. If you missed the first half, be sure to go back and listen to the August 10th edition of the HBK High Performance Podcast. Here's Michael. With that said, Julie, I want to ask you about this concept of leading like a coach. What does that mean? Because I know coaching for many, many people is still, it's still a little obscure, I believe. I think it's starting to hit a little more of the, the mainstream businesses now, but consulting is something that's been highly accepted or advising. Now we're coming into an era of coaching and it's being ushered in. So now you're taking it a step further. You're saying, well, don't just get a coach. You're saying lead like a coach. So kind of explain that to us and help us understand how we can lead like coaches. Sure. I'm going to start with the, the definition according to the International Coaching Federation, which I think has a great definition here for coaching. Coaching is a partnership with clients in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires them to maximize their personal and professional potentiation. So you're a partnership. This isn't a dictatorship. We're not telling people what to do. We're not going in there and setting ourselves up as the expert. We can share from that platform if there's an opportunity to do that. But for the most part, we are a partner with our clients and we are drawing out of them their solutions. We believe the client's the expert, not us. They're the expert on themselves. We're just there as a guide and as a partner with them to help help them see what their potential is and what, what skill sets do they bring and what can we maximize inside of them. And that's so powerful, Michael. Um, I think when you look at leadership in terms of organizations, Here's something else that the research showed us. When you're looking to promote someone to a position of leadership, I'm going to say manager, and I'm going to, for the purposes of this conversation, they're synonymous, leader and manager. Organizations tend to promote people to a position of leadership or manager because they've had tenure in your company, or they've been there a long time, so I guess it's time for them to be a leader. (laughs) Or they... They did a good job in a, in a skilled position that wasn't a managerial position. That's it. These are the top two reasons we promote. Right. What the research shows is 82% of the time, that's the wrong reason to promote someone to become a, a leader or manager. 82% of the time. And part of the reason is because we're not promoting to managers people that have a skill set to lead people. So Gallup found that there's actually five, what they call talent domains, which is a, it's a cluster of skills. And just quickly, if I could just mention those, a motive, they're motivators. They know how to inspire people and get results. Secondly, they're assertive. They lead challenging conversations, but they don't avoid these. And they, they take action and they're proactive. Third, they hold people accountable. There's that word again. 
we have to hold yep. people accountable. It's the most loving, kind thing to do to someone is to hold them accountable. Fourthly, relational capacity. They're good relationship building people. They understand people language and they, they build on that. In the workplace, we're talking about the workplace. And then the fifth talent domain is they are good decision makers. If you hire your next manager using these five domains, they will be as not only a successful leader, but they will draw out of their teams high-performing individuals because we've seen the link now with the research shows us that if you can um, develop that relationship building of emotional intelligence and build these five domains, your, your productivity goes up, your absenteeism goes down, your product defects go down. There's all of these metrics we could see because the engagement goes up. And when engagement goes up, that all goes up. So it's all interrelated to, to the people management skills. So it's not that they're smart, oh, they've been here a long time, they deserve it. <laughs> you know, or gee, they're right. really good. Let's put them in charge of people. You know, I mean, it, so, the, the benefit is now we have the research and the metrics on our side to help us make better decisions now as leaders and who we're promoting to be leaders. And so the purpose of leadership then really gets, it's like an organic, the purpose of leadership to really put other people in a good position to succeed yeah. Coaching is really the, the coaching methodology is really the channel to do that. Would, would you say that's right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Coaching is so powerful and it's the new, it's the new way that business is going. It's not about hammering people for results. You'll get better results if you build better people, but you have to do that in a coaching relationship. And it, it makes me think of one, one thing in particular, I'll, I'm just going to beat up um, the annual performance evaluation because that's a, yeah. a manager tool that we've had for a long time. And in the decades and the decades and the decades that we've been doing performance, our an, annual performance review, <laughs> there's literally no, no research, zero research that proves that an annual performance evaluation changes behavior. Zero, literally zero. <laughs> That's no significant, yet companies spend billions of dollars, time, money, and you know, they end up not being very pleasant conversations. So coaching, this is one area where coaching as a manager becomes so powerful because when you're coaching, you're having much more frequent communication. You're having a daily check-in. You're checking in with your people. Hey, how's it going? How's your mom doing? How are your kids doing? What's going on? You know, these don't have to take a half an hour, but they're very meaningful because it starts with, I care about you. I noticed a very powerful leadership word. I noticed. So when we look at not just daily check-ins, but you know, what, what's the, what's the, potential roadmap for this person and being right. in that constant communication with them. That's what you need as a coach. It doesn't mean that you're, um, you're micromanaging, but you're connecting and that that's a different language is, is connection. And there's many ways that you can connect with your, with your team that shows that you care because we have to start 
with trust. If we don't have trust on our teams, we really don't have anything. And in the absence of trust, what you will, what you will have is politics and confusion. And so politics is, in, instead of saying, you know, hey, your, your, your instructions to me felt harsh, you know, was that what you meant? You know, and just checking in, like, you know, we have to be able to tell each other <laughs> how we experience each other. Because if we don't say it to them, we're going to go say it to the five people that we're going to go sit at our desk with. You know? And so that's what I mean by politics. Yeah. This false. Right inauthenticity that happens in relationships in the workforce because that's how the new way of how we have to get stuff done is be fake and phony and have all these bad side conversations instead of being honorable and being kind and having those crucial conversations and having some accountability and requiring more of our leaders and requiring requiring more from each other that's that's why we need to be a coach yeah yeah, this you're just hitting me. I mean, I uh, every time I I uh, talk to you, I'm I'm always thinking about ways I need to improve too. You know, and it's and that's okay. Like, and I think what leaders also need to hear, and I, I hear you say this all the time, that this isn't about judgment, guilt, and shame, and it's not about put putting anyone down, or it's not about trying to get on top of somebody. This is just about trying to get a little bit better every day to make the environment a little bit better for those who work with you. And I wish we could superimpose our beliefs and thoughts into most other people, which we do. That's part of, you know, another question I wanted to ask you was about coaching, which I will hear in a second. But I, I think it's just really important for leaders to realize that you're never, ever going to get to a place of, complete satisfaction and that's okay like if you did how awful would life be how terrible would it be but to get a little bit better to improve the environment just a little bit the moral standard the moral compass of creating an environment where people can thrive how important that is to our lives and not taking things personally how important that is um which which begs for me to ask you why do you recommend, you know, and, and not to be self-promoting, but why do you recommend that every leader have a coach? You know, you're a coach, I'm a coach, Ray's a coach, Greg's a coach. Why do we recommend it? Why, in your words, do you recommend it? Here's how I recommend it, because this is what has worked for me. We have to upgrade our ordinary and unlock the extraordinary. Be you only better. And what I mean yep. by that is, you know, in this information-driven society, in this technology-based economy, we'll spend more money and more time upgrading our mobile phone and our apps and our computer systems than we will on ourselves. We'll spend more time and money on making sure our pets have what they need than managing ourselves and making sure that we're the best version of ourselves. And I think for me, like truth, truth comes in seed form. It, it has to grow. Yeah. And we, we have nature as, as a great analogy for this. You know, it takes time to yeah. grow an oak tree. 
and it and it also takes water and it takes heat and it, it takes other things but you know leadership happens daily not in a day it has yeah. a, a, a series of of repetitive motion to to set us to, to be the best version of ourselves. You know, when I think of people who are the greatest at what they do, whether it's athletes or speakers, they do it because it's, they repeat the, the, the simple things and they do it with monotonous regularity because you have to practice it. It's a daily practice. It's a yep. daily practice. Yep. So if you and if you don't have somebody there helping you, I mean, what's the chances that you're going to, follow through with that practice right I mean, support I support and accountability that's a huge piece of coaching we need support we need someone to help inspire us and challenge us and help us to get over these roadblocks yeah. you know and as we as we age you know those roadblocks <laughs> become more numerous you know we're we're in a time of disruption in our economy in the country and in the world yeah. No one's been through this before in our lifetime. So we've got to be able to have someone who can come alongside us and help us bring awareness and support and accountability, help us get through these roadblocks because we can get stuck, especially if it's something that's painful or hard. You know, most of us, you know, can go through life and we don't process the things that we need to process emotionally and they become baggage to us. And this is really important, especially for business owners, because you're dealing with people and your and your dream is at stake. And if you're if you're so willing to give up on your purpose, then either you're not worthy of your purpose or your purpose isn't worthy of you. Coaching will help get you to where you want to be and where you need to be. That's really good. That is, that is really, really good. I, I just think, you know, again, it's like you said this earlier is don't be the only one who leads you, you know, no matter where you are, don't be the only one. And I remember one of my mentors used to tell me leadership can be a very lonely place unless you put yourself in a position to get help. And I, you know, as a leader, many times I do that. I try to lead myself or there's this American ideal that you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And if you ask for help, you're weak. And I think that's a lot of times, too, people look at coaching as, well, if I take coaching, I'm weak. Or, you know, if I go to therapy, I'm weak. If I go to counseling, I'm weak, where I look and I say, no, no, no. You have strength. And you are building strength when you go to coaching, counseling, and, and therapy. So um, great points, Jolene. Um, just to shift a little bit, what would be some advice that you would give kind of an up-and-coming leader, a young up-and-coming leader, someone who's got tons of resolve, what would be your advice to helping them accelerate their success? Oh, definitely. I, I would hire a coach. A, a coach will take the information that you've learned. You know, maybe if you're just graduating from college or uh, you're, you're new in a manager position or you, you're a young entrepreneur, 
get a coach. Life is hard, life is messy. And when you don't have that support and you don't have another voice in your head other than your own self-talk, it, it can get very toxic. Yep. There are some life principles for someone who's a trained coach, can I help, help you identify? But our heart is always to help you be the best version of yourself get a coach they and there's other ways you can get a mentor you know and that could be more work specific so for example if you're in a company and you want to get up to the c-suite level you know you can find mentors in the company and and work that way but a coach a coach will just upgrade you to help you to tell you the things that you need to hear and maybe the things you don't even want to hear Right. <laughs> but if you want the high performers, the high performance all have all have coaches. They all yep. have coaches. So yeah. just lose the lose the the lie that you know I can do this by myself because you really yeah. can't. But it, you can still lead people and still do things, but you won't be. It's very rare that you're going to get to that high level of performance. And quite honestly, if you look at some of the research on happiness and, and joy in life, it has very little to do with how much money you make. In, fa in fact, sometimes that's a contraindicator. <laughs> but the people who are the most happiest in life, the number one thing that sets them apart from others is they have authentic, deep, meaningful relationships. And that's what a coach can be. My, my, one of my favorite coaches told me in a time of struggle, uh, professionally, she said to me, go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. And that was such <laughs> a shift out of where I was because I was staying in an organization that was punishing me, that was not even talking to me quite literally, you know, there was no development, there's no potential, there's, there's no max, there's no coaching, you know, so owe it to yourself to be in those environments. Now, again, we, we do have to deal with some of the things that get in the way. And again, that's where coaching is going to be a huge mechanism to, and it doesn't need to be this lifelong thing, although it can be, but, you know, and you can have several coaches, you know, it, it depends on what you need and what you're looking for. You know, that coach can help get you what you need. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, again, I have three coaches and Julian, you and I, I feel like we just keep adding as many as we can, you know, and then we, we kind of coach each other, yes. <laughs> you know, but it, if, if we become bigger on the inside and we dig down to the depths of our heart, our soul, and in our mind, and we open up new opportunities, you know, we heal from past traumas and hurts and pains or just disappointments, whatever they are, we become so big on the inside that nothing, no matter what happens on the outside, can't shake us. That concept has always rung true with me where, you know, you know, my story, you know, I was on a jail cell floor 20 years ago and I, I had the depth of a teaspoon 
but I was able to have mentors and coaches in my life who dug down deep and, and helped me to see some things inside of me that I couldn't see right. and helped me develop some disciplines I didn't have. And as a result, I just kept getting bigger and bigger on the, on the inside. So there really isn't anything I can't do on the outside and things outside don't look as big as they used to because I keep getting bigger on the inside. Still got a long way to go, but um, that is such good advice is just continually work on your personal growth and your development, but have somebody there with you. And, you know, I couldn't afford it when I started my first business. And so I did, I, I, I did what you said. I, I sought out mentors and I bought lunches which ended up costing me, I think, more than coaching would have, you know, because I'd ask people to go out to lunch and I'd pay for it because I so valued their time. And I knew for me in the law of anticipation, if I was going to, if I was going to get the most out of this, I had to make sure that I, I paid for their lunch, paid for the books. If they told me to read a book, I'd go get the book that day because I didn't want to miss a trick. Um, so that's great advice, Jolene. How could how can people get a hold of you if they need to get a hold of you? Because this has been so good. I'd love for people to follow up on the podcast, follow up with an email, um, try to connect with you further. How can they connect with you on social media or, or email? Yeah, on social media, on Facebook, uh, high, HBK High Performance, um, LinkedIn. I'm also on LinkedIn. I have a personal profile. It's Julene Kiefer. It's J-U-L-E-E-N and K-E-E-F-E-R. You can follow me on LinkedIn or connect with me that way. You can also email me. It's the letter J and my last name, Kiefer, K-E-E-F-E-R at H-B-K-L-N.com. That's, that's so good. Um, everybody, listen, right away, send Jolene an email, connect with her on social media, as soon as you get off, I want you to connect with her on social media. She is so responsive and so kind and such a good friend and a, and a good person to ask questions to and to have as a mentor or coach. So make sure you reach out to her. Don't miss this opportunity to connect with her. So Jolene, again, what a, again, a wonderful conversation. And I always learn something every time I talk to you. So I appreciate you taking the time with us and you know, it's so great to have you on the HBK High Performance Team. And, you know, cheers to many years together, sister. Uh, thanks again, and, and we'll do it again sometime if, if you've got the time. So thanks again, Julie. Thanks again, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here and pleasure to be a part of your team. It's the honor of a lifetime. Thank you. Awesome. Well, make sure you take absolute immediate action on the ideas that compelled you today. And if you don't get everything the first time through, make sure you listen to it again and take action on what you get the second time as well. Thank you so much for joining us on the HBK High Performance Podcast, and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.